Welcome to Fundamental Fridays, where we give you helpful tips and tricks for working on and in your business. My name is Thor. And my name is Devin. And our practical tip and trick today, Thor and I are going to be talking about, is developing your vision. And it's important when you're starting a business, Thor, to know why you're doing it. So before your vision, you start at your why. But before you start at your why, we start at what happened the last week, right? I mean, we got to give the audience an update. It's... uh been a roller coaster very true so how would you sum up the last week for you um it's it's a journey and it is learning as we go along um having just left my full-time job as of today um feels like i'm waiting in a little uncharted territory but genuinely happy relieved and excited to be able to focus and pour more time and energy and love into Marikai. Yeah. So happy on that end. Everything else, as far as the deals that we have going on and the meetings that we've held, feels incredible. Feels good. The anxiety of sitting and waiting to hear back from potential clients is is hard to ignore at times, but yeah, it would, comes with the territory. I'd say there's, there's anxieties we wait, but this week has really proven out that we've helped narrow down what we do, how we focus, and made us practice on saying no to people and saying no to potential clients and understanding our ideal client profile, which is something we'll talk about in a later episode. Because when you go down the path of wanting to land business, sometimes you'll just take anything. And we've learned the hard way not to do that. And now we are waiting for clients to get back to us to hopefully fund Thor leaving his job. I'm taking the leap of faith, assuming that well, all the hard work and dedication that we put into this, that something is going to pop and we're yeah. going to get a yes. And it's not that it hasn't already happened, but really just getting the ball rolling. It's right around the corner. Oh, for sure. It's around the corner. An audience of Thor seems off at all today. Just picture there's moments where he's super excited. He's like, I took the leap of faith. And then there's moments where it's like the Spartan 300 movie where yeah. the guy's staying on the edge of the pit and he just Spartan kicks him right into the pit of death. There's moments where it's like, well, I, I just, it's here. It happened. Here we go. And what he's asking himself today is going, our why better be good enough. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> to make this baby float. Because the grind is real. The iron is hot. It's time to strike. We already have multiple times really forging that sword, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's sitting and it's just a bittersweet moment. Because, again, it's not that I left where I was at with anything negative. It was it was a very, I mean, a positive, like once in a lifetime kind of moment. And I mean, really, the odds, again, of just meeting someone and having that ability, you got to go for it. How do you how do you turn that down? Right. Need to. So today when we talk about vision, we are going to jump right into vision audience for you and give you all these cool ideas and tricks. And on Saturday, I had a friend over and he was trying to get a better understanding of what our business did because I haven't seen him in months. And we were talking through it and all of a sudden it hit me. I said, well, a vision's nothing without a why. And too many people want to start a company or start a product line because they want to make a ton of money and they want to TikTok off a beach in Bora Bora or wherever kids are going these days. I, sh I can't even say kids. I'm, I'm, I'm a kid technically, probably. I don't know. This Gabe. is how you get old. This, <laughs> yeah. no, this is how you get old. It's you happening. start calling people kids. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. People at work make comments about it. So that's always fun. 
So I took a step back and I was, and it reminded me, I haven't looked into my own why for a while. And I was like, holy cow, Devin, no wonder why you have moments of just like straight panic, right? Like, what am I doing in a good way? And as I was talking to him, it reminded me of when I had my really big why in the reasons I wanted to start my own business. And the why is the foundation of everything without relying back on that regularly. You're going to get lost in the hustle and bustle of life and uh, draw, you know, knockout fights you're going to have as you're trying to land big deals and emotional roller coasters as you land them and you, you miss out on opportunities. And my big why hit when I was flying on a plane, watching a movie, because that's like the only time you ever have time to watch movies. You're just stuck and you're like, well, what do I do? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. it's easy. It's convenient. It's convenient. So I put on Ford vs. Ferrari, phenomenal movie. If you haven't seen it, Gabe, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a good movie. Good movie. And in the movie, it's all about this whole story about how where Ford came from and how this individual got really taken advantage of by corporate America because he was an absolute genius when it came to building cars. But when it came to playing the corporate game, completely got annihilated. And I got done with the movie and my wife and I land on our vacation. It's horrible. I don't even remember where we we're going. <laughs> But we landed and I'm all jacked up. I was like, honey, I know what I want to do. I was talking about this movie. And she's like, you're the only person who watches this great movie and leaves with like, I, I got to start a company. This is happening. And what I realized is my passion is to empower underdogs and those impacted by corporate greed. Because so many individuals you run into on a daily basis, or we see it all the time, are amazingly talented at what they do. But you know, the minute they start a business, if someone sees the potential they have, and knows they're not good enough at business, they're absolutely gonna just smoke them, take as much money as they can from them. They're gonna want 50% equity. Everyone gives away equity all the time. If you are thinking about giving equity away in your business or something, give us a call. Don't do it yet. Let us consult on you before you, that's a horrible idea. And we're not gonna ask for equity. No, I don't want equity. Yeah, I won't even ask for money. <laughs> just I'm just gonna tell you why that. not to do it. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. And at that moment, it set the foundation and started rolling the ball of our, of our why for our, our vision, you know? Oh, gosh. And I, I think that's something that I wasn't fully, I mean, I think that's the first time I've heard you talk about that, at least from like the the origins where Mirakai comes from, obviously, with the background and, and having the ability and using that to help people really falls in line with everything that I've ever seen you do or act like, which is kind of funny. Again, I, I literally, I think about it. We've been so busy moving forward to like look back and be like, well, wait, yeah, where did that come from? But it's like, okay, even in like the, even in the name Marikai, right? To right. leave something, a little bit of yourself behind, correct? Yeah, yeah exactly. So one of those moments, it's fun to, to see how those kind of all line, line up and sync up. Right. <laughs> yeah. And for the audience, I don't think we've ever told them that, Thor. So our company, Marikai, I know the podcast, Fundamental Fridays, it's under the umbrella of our company, Marikai. Marikai is actually Greek. It's not Meraki. It's Marikai. <laughs> and it stands for you leave a little bit of yourself and everything that you do. And the philosophy behind that is when we come alongside a business, we're going to give you everything we have so you can accomplish as many dreams as possible through us. And we don't want a, any recognition in that. We just want to give a little bit of ourselves to you. And then you take that fame, that recognition, that whatever comes with the work we put in, and you take all the credit for us because you did earn it in the end. You just brought one little piece of your puzzle into the equation to help finish your masterpiece. So, mm -hmm. Got to love it. So then it, how does that tie in? So if we're going over and we're just touching base with everything, but like the big why, vision, and then mission. Yeah. I mean, I think we've kind of, we've broadly covered all of that, which is funny because that, that, I mean, unfolded fast. I'm sorry. Well, no, I would say, <laughs> so we, we really established the why 
And after you establish your why, a really good thing to do is how do I establish a clear and compelling vision off of my why? Because we have this general concept. There's a million ways, so right, we could go along and help someone, you know, an underdog that's being taken advantage of by corporate greed. There's a million different businesses you can offer. And so it's taking a step back and going, okay, well, what is my business going to be? And decided it's going to be consulting. I know business. That's what I'm really good at. And after you do that, I said, and score, I caught it though. Whew. Audience, if you're wondering, my goal right now is to reduce the and and ums you hear. So you are wanting to listen just a titch longer into the episode. Hopefully till the end is always the goal. <laughs> but so Marikai's vision is we want to be the launch pad for companies that strive to make a positive impact on the world through challenging the status quo. In the last two parts at the end there of impacting the world and status quo is everything we live by. Everything Thor and I do, we technically normally find ourselves outside the norm of what we're doing, whether it's sitting, Thor tells about sitting at his office, you know, kind of like, I don't fully fit in the equation here, to we see someone as simple as walking across the street, streak, street, wow, <laughs> streaking across the street. No, walking it, across It's possible. The, it's you possible. You never know what you're going to see. You really it's don't. It's downtown Minneapolis. It's a good time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's not a joke. You, We've learned, by the way, anyone in Minneapolis have used the Skyways. We learned the hard way last night. At 6 o'clock, they close. So recommend getting to your car. It made sense, Thor. Sorry, this is a side note. Because we were walking through the Skyway last night to go to happy hour with a customer. Did you notice how many people were sprinting past us towards the parking ramps? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, these people are really, they are just cooking. And I, I, I didn't even think anything of it because we were just I didn't either. walking along. And it's like we're walking slow, but that's really, I'm still thrown though the other night. We're at the, uh, we're at the media event and literally what I had to have ran until like nine. It was super late. And we walked through the Skyway totally fine. I mean, yeah. we didn't have very far to go, but still. Super confusing, but yes, always be mindful of when, yeah, how you got somewhere is closing and you may not use it. Yeah. Or may not be able to use it to get back. So now we're going to pivot back to what we we're talking about. But when you think <laughs> about your vision, best philosophy ever, ready, fire, aim. And you heard me right. Ready, fire, aim. Thor loves aiming. He really does. Takes time. You know, he's kind of like the sniper. He's going to hold his breath, really get stabilized. And I'm kind of the guy over there that they yell front line. I just run up there with the chain gun and just start spraying and praying, hoping we're taking care of business. And that's really the best way to start. When you're creating your vision, so many people get stuck in what Thor always says, analysis, paralysis. What should my vision see be? I just heard Devin and Thor as they have it narrowed down to changing the world and challenging the status quo. Yeah, well, we didn't get there overnight. So develop your vision statement first, it's gonna be extremely broad and that's okay. And your mission statement, extremely broad. Ours is all the way narrowed down to now being the linchpin between sales and marketing in order to drive change and accelerated growth inside oh, yeah. of companies. We didn't start there, right Thor? So No, that that has grown and changed and evolved o o yeah. over time. I feel like, yeah, the initial idea in Spectrum was such a wide vision and really over time, has yeah narrowed down and that's been like a natural thing that just occurred that's not necessarily something that we're trying to dictate it's just naturally kind of come about through trial and error so let's back up because i'm sitting i'm sitting in the audience's seat and you just told me natural trial and error like we need to walk them through that how, how are you flexible in that though because that's that doesn't give them the roadmap or if i'm them going okay what, what, who am i trialing and airing like what am i naturally what, fair engaging with in this that changes my vision how does that happen I mean, I think through focusing on and coming up with the ideas that you want and the 
products or services that you'd offer a company or as a whole, you start out thinking one thing and then you start implementing that. And then you slowly start realizing like, wait a minute, maybe we don't want to do nine things. Maybe you, you dial it back to three or four. So offerings change, targets or an ideal client might change and shift. And then that's tying in communication and going back and forth and be like, hey, I'm really good at this. He's really good at that or they're really good at this or that and honing it in from from there. And then that's just, you just got to jump in, right? Yeah. It's it's like a fine you know, barrel of bourbon, right? It just, it takes time. It takes time. Fair. And the only way Thor and I were able to narrow it down is if you ever meet me, I'm super good at taking a broad concept and bringing it down about this small, unless it's my own idea. <laughs> so if you need it for your company, I'll, I have you covered, but... When Thor and I first engaged, the idea of Merikai was, well, I'm a consulting firm and I do strategy and I do sales and I do business development and we help with X, Y, Z. And Don would be able to speak to going, yeah, you, you do a lot, Devin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Is that, is that a problem? You're saying that to me like it's a problem. And I think what he was getting at is, hey, maybe you should be a little bit more specialized and it helps bring clarity to potential clients. Yes. Ultimately, what it does is, and obviously it's specific to if you do have a product that you're giving to someone or creating, man, man, manufacturing, that sort of thing, entirely different right. to, a, to an extent. I mean, yes and to no. To an extent. To an extent. And what it comes down to is you're developing your vision. The only way you can narrow it down is getting out there and talking to people. So if you're not selling your company, Thor and I didn't have this vision when we were already making sales pitches. We didn't have this mission statement when we were already at networking events. It was a lot broader, but through meeting with people and communicating it to them, there's moments where Thor and I were like that crush, they liked XYZ statements. And there were moments where people looked at us like we were 12 year olds who just said, we consult things. Yep, Give like me Legos, guys, we build, right? Like it was just, you guys are crazy, but yeah. it was good meeting you. So I'll talk to you at the next event. <laughs> Um, but then at, in that same token, we had people who we met who were like, wait a minute. So if you're telling me that you do this, this, and this, why not just pitch it as this? There were, I, and I forget the names. I'm not, I, and I have a feeling Devin's going to know, but literally to the people that we had met who helped kind of sculpt and hone that in, they saw our same vision. They just had gone the road ahead of us and were willing to give us that feedback, which is <laughs> invaluable on that end. Invaluable. But when you go down that path, what Thor's touching on is the value of having mentors and people you respect to run things by. But don't take everything they say and implement it. Yes. Because there's many moments where I didn't agree fully with what they were saying, but I did like their wording better. When you like someone's wording better, you kind of get in a spot where you're like, do I implement it? Do I not? It sounds better than what I have, but it's not truly what I want to do. And when you get in those moments, you have to take a step back and ask yourselves, did they fully understand your mission and your vision, or did you communicate it improperly in a certain area, and that's what caused that end result? And so what you have to do over time is continue to take people's feedback into consideration and craft your pitch. And where Thor and I have landed is we are in a very unique, provocative spot with our vision where we believe in the end, when we talk about being the linchpin between sales and marketing, our whole philosophy and foundation of our business is that sales and marketing should be separate. And for those of you who aren't in business, you might be like, well, of course, one's sales department, one's the marketing department. 
well, there's this whole movement happening where they believe sales and marketing should become one and we don't need people to sell anything anymore. We can just sell it all online and we need less sales reps. Parts of that are correct, don't get me wrong. AI is awesome, e-commerce is awesome. There are stories to be told and we're talking more from a B2B lens. But our belief is no, sales and marketing should be separate. Marketing should focus more on branding. Sales should focus more on sales. And then there is this intersection where they come together and we sit in meetings where people are like, well, no, you're wrong. You need to change your vision, your mission, because that's wrong. Yeah, no, and well, and I think the way that, and I forget how you were explaining it, but he explained in the sense of there's there's the sales and, 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 and marketing that are just right up, right on each other. And then backing out just a little bit from that. I don't know. We were driving the other day. Yes, yeah, so you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, please. It's the please. content, the content part, right? So yes. where people got confused is B2B business does not enjoy branding. And they should just like you buy Nike for a reason. I'm sure Gabe has his favorite preferred brand of microphone and cameras that he would recommend to clients. And that really comes down to branding, obviously, plus quality and pricing. But we all know brands at that level are going to be the same. So in the B2B world, they need to adopt that branding message more, which only marketing should do. And too often sales driven companies like, no, put sales in there. No, it's a horrible idea. On the flip side, sales wants to rely on marketing to bring in all the leads and all the generation. That doesn't work either. Sales needs to do sales, drive revenue, drive client engagement. Marketing needs to drive awareness and consideration of the product where they meet is called this content area where that's the brochures you're reading the website where marketing needs to make sure they're building provocative, interesting material, which marketing is really good at, but they need to run exactly with sales because then sales is telling them what information the customer is constantly asking. Because if that material doesn't support the sales rep along the journey, it's a waste of time. So with that, we kind of cap that off as you deal with the flexibility and narrowing down your vision and mission Make sure to always take others, other individuals' feedback, but make sure to stay true to your belief. Make sure you've done research too, that it's not just Don't a belief just take because it. it's your gut. Yeah. And you're like, well, this is my company and this is what I want to do. That's cool. It doesn't mean it's going to work. Not even saying ours is going to work either, right? But at least we have a foundation, something we believe in. However, Thor, how does a clear vision and focus on it both help the partners and the business over time? Well, I think, and then I think we had touched on it a little bit earlier, but one of those moments where when you really hone in and you have your, 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 a clear vision, ironically enough, it, it just helps when you're delivering a product. It's a clear, it's an easier conversation to have with potential clients. And this is kind of going off our first client ever, but just understanding what their pain points actually are and what you can offer and then finding and honing that in. But having that from the get-go makes it so much easier to have a conversation and have that confidence behind your product and be like, this is what we do. This is how we're going to do it. This aligns with what your, your pain point is. This is how we're going to help you out. So I think that's really, it just consolidating all of it, if that, if that makes sense. I feel like I'm rambling, but it just having that concise focus doesn't let you turn into a spaghetti mess when you're trying to work with a client. Right. And I would say it helps most importantly too on the front end when prospecting. Because at first Thor would always look at me Beautiful. and he'd be like, Devin, yes. who we who we sell? I said, man, we sell to everybody. <laughs> Which to give you a side note, I consulted on a client once who's like, and they were a consulting firm. Yes. Just rewind your brain for a minute. I was a consultant, 
consulting for a consulting firm on their business practices. Inception. <laughs> yeah. A dream within a dream within a dream. Yeah, that's what it felt like. People were like, oh, you work for them. No, no, no. They hired me to help them be better at what they do. <laughs> and the infamous term you'll hear in the consulting world, and a lot of people will when they're inventing or starting any business, I'm industry agnostic. Okay, well, let's rewind. What does that mean? Well, that means their product, their service, their whatever they are bringing to market, you know, pixie dust and fairies, everyone wants it. And I can sell it to anyone. Well, that is completely inaccurate what will completely happen when you don't have a proper vision. And I hate to admit it myself, but that's where I started at first because Thor would keep asking me these questions. I was like, it's pretty much everyone other than XYZ. And that meant it wasn't- There was like three companies. Legal, yeah. finance, Thank insurance. You. Went touch it, <laughs> 100 foot pole. Well, over time as we honed in our vision, it actually allowed us to develop an ideal client profile, which what that means is who are we actually targeting. So our customers are, under 50 million. They're high sales, high innovation, high growth. And if you look at our vision of we're trying to help those who are trying to change and empower the world through challenging status quo, if you're trying to do all that, you're probably high growth, you're probably very innovative, you're probably very focused on scaling quickly. So that over time, it helps you figure out who your customer is, but more importantly, it helps you tell your story. And if you can't tell your story, which that's simply your mission and vision statement, how do you get someone to buy in? Oh, yeah. And then, con I mean, tying into our, our previous episodes of meeting people and branching out, it's like, yeah, what do you what do you talk to people about? How do you explain what what your dream is? And, and, and again, and it slightly varies and grows and changes over time. But yeah, I think to the, the way that you're putting that's perfect. Right. And one area I feel like we did a slight injustice is let's talk about vision and mission from a vocabulary definition standpoint. So if you're sitting at home going, okay, well, I know why I want to start a business. Um, what would be a good business someone would want to start? I'm putting us totally on the spot here. Oh, boy. Um, oh, the protein one. Oh, perfect. From Jared. Yeah. So Shout someone, out to Jared. Thank you, bud. Yes. Jared, I know you're listening. Thank you very much. He was uh, one of the business people who, slash great friend we met with last night. Protein powder. So how do we? Yeah. Yeah. So if that's the so product. So you wake up one day. Yep. You got back from the gym. You went to the 5 a.m. workout, all you 5 a.m. clubbers out there, right on. You got back home, you mix up your protein shake. I don't do that, I can't do it, bad things happen. Yeah. You mix it up, you drink it, and you're like, well, I just drank chalky mud dirt, and it's just gross. And you're like, holy cow, it's like snurt. I went outside in the snow in Minnesota and just scooped it up in there, stirred it, and started drinking it. And it was horrible, so you know what? I wanna start, I wanna start a protein line. And you go, why do I wanna start a protein line? You're like, well, because I work out, I believe in being jacked and healthy, and that is my passion and everything in life, but I want something quality to drink. Perfect, you have your why. Hopefully it's a strong enough why. We're gonna call it mud water. Mud water. Mud water, bam. So it's mud water, <laughs> and Billy, we're gonna we go, Billy's, Billy start mud water. And in the end, we say, Billy, we need to really know your why though. And Billy goes, well, in the end, I want people to understand that I was always a person who was skinnier. I didn't gain weight as easy. And so protein is a great way to get there. And it was the only way I felt secure in my body. Great. That's a phenomenal why, right? You actually have something in your roots of who you are as a person. Oh, yeah. That so, other people can relate to, too. Right. So we have Billy. We have mud water. And we go, well, Billy, what's your vision? He's like, well, sell protein powder to everybody. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's optimistic and it's a lofty goal. Yeah. So, I mean, when you say think big, aim big, I mean, right. not not wrong. It's not wrong. But then we so look then at it and we go, what a vision. It, narrow it down a little bit. 
Right. And a vision in the end is what is your long-term objective you want your company to be known for when they look at you? And it's not, I don't want to be known as a consulting company, right? That is none of my visions talks about consulting. So look at Billy and go, but what do you want to be known for? And Billy goes, I want to be known as a brand that is approachable by any masses, whether you're skinny, overweight, already super fit, in that you see the potential of individuals like myself that have become what I am. Perfect. We can craft a vision around that, right? Like, so it's this whole philosophy of pretty much we want to help empower people be whatever their best physique they believe is, whatever stage of life they're in. So we're so we're starting Mudwater, yeah, right? We're just, Mudwater. Just, just clarifying. So we're we've already trademarked it because the episode takes a little bit to come out. So yeah. it Thank is you, ours. Gabe. It is ours. <laughs> Delay this one game. <laughs> Absolutely absurd. So then we have the vision. So we have the why. We have the vision. And mission, people are like, vision, mission, same thing. It's not. It's the actionable steps that are going to get you there, right? And ours was we're going to be the linchpin mm-hmm. between marketing and sales to drive accelerated growth inside of a company. That's how we're going to accomplish our vision. So we look at Billy and Mudwater and we go, well, how are you going to get there? What is your mission statement? And in the end, he says, it's our mission to provide proper educational training to high school and college students on health nutrition and put a protein shake in everyone's hand. Okay, cool. So basically his, he wants a protein shake in everyone's hand, but in order to do that, he's going to do it through educating the masses on proper protein protocols. Cause we know if any of you are out there in fitness, this whole 300 grams of protein a day is ridiculous. I mean, I don't even know how you have bowel movements. It's just gotta be horrific. It is literally a one-to-one ratio on your body weight at max. So Billy and Mudwater's like, you know, we're going to teach proper health so these kids aren't over there eating more protein than they need to put in their bank account, you know, in money mutual funds. Poof, it's gone in college. And then wonder why they're broke and can't even pay their bills. So the mission is still a great product. Just throwing that out there. No, Billy's is because he's teaching the best way to do it. (laughs) Just poking fun. So the why is your long term. This is what I'm going to do. It's going to keep me going. The vision is who I want my company to be known for forever. The mission is how I'm going to get there. Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting at home, we just told you about Billy and Mudwater. We literally just made that up on the spot. That's Yeah, that's a lot of off the cuff. So I'm, great job on your end. I'm a little nervous to listen to it. But other than that, it'll be good. It'll yeah, be good. going back on that and listening to it. I mean, if it sounds great, it sounds great. If it doesn't, I mean, it was off the cuff. So it was off the cuff. hard argument on that end is what it is. Right. But a great example of what all three of those should be. And how they all kind of fall in line with each other because they all correlate. Right. At this point, I think we have to hit pause. Mm-hmm. And what, what's, what's in the glasses today, Thor? It is 2XO, the Phoenix blend. So this is actually, I believe the guys that created this. So this is a bourbon. Sorry, we're talking bourbon really quick. We're shifting gears. Um, these are the guys that did Kentucky Owl. Don't mess with me like that. Serious? You sure? I'm, I'm pretty sure it says it on the bottle or I was reading it. We do not get paid by Kentucky L, but they are the best bourbon. The premium bourbon. That has ever graced the shelves in your liquor store. And if it hasn't, yeah. one day it will. One day soon, yeah. No, almost positive because that's why I had grabbed it. I was torn because I know that you obviously like them and bakers. And I'm like, mm, it was a 50-50 and this ended up at the office anyway. So easy on that. And they both ended up in the same place. So I feel like I'm putting you on the spot. Do you remember the dollar amount? On what one? That bottle, 2XL. Uh, I think it was like 110. Okay. 
And then Baker's, I think, was like 99 or 97. Okay. So reasonable on that end. Again, they're great bourbons. They'll go down quick. But at the same time, I don't think it's a ridiculous price to pay. By the way, when he says reasonable, it's because Thor and I go through a bottle about every three months. <laughs> we, it, yeah, we aren't drinking. Fast. Yeah, we aren't drinking every single night. So they definitely can can be stretched. And and, and the more you buy, right? Yeah. Why not? Harder to drink all of it. In a plug, you'll know when we landed our first big client. We've already had clients, but our first legit one. Because we will have our Marikai, oh, what do you call it? The decanter? Decanter. A decanter. We'll have a Marikai decanter. I do know stuff. <laughs> that Lucas Olson, brother-in-law, got me. Thank you. Shout out. And Kentucky, I will be in that bad boy. Ooh. And we're going to open that. And hopefully Gabe's going to be on that podcast. And he's going to have a little bit with us. It's going to be a good time. Ooh. So Devin's talking about maybe in a week or two. So really, this is yeah, this is good. This is great. This is great. Hey, wish it into fruition, right? That's the other half. He wishes I just do it. So, um, <laughs> really nice, great teamwork right there. Just swept under the bus so quickly. No, we both do it. He's he's savage. He's an animal. So at the end, Thor, you can never change your your vision or mission, right? It's concrete set in stone. It's the Holy Grail. It's the Mother Teresa on the wall that you can't ever do anything with. It's a tattoo. Yeah, no, you're stuck with it. Yeah, even if it's wrong and it's trash and you want to go a whole new route, right? You can never Committed to the idea. It is what it is. I'm sorry. I wish it was different. It's not. So he's lying to you. It's not like the horrible tattoo you got in college at 18 years old when you decided to go down to... The where tramp does stamp? go? On, where? Uh, oh, don't start throwing break. me. Oh, like Fort Myers yeah, Beach or something? Yeah, everyone's or, down at Fort Myers know. getting their... Cheeks tatted or whatever it is, tramp stamps. Whatever these kids are doing nowadays. Whatever these children down there. Brutal. So, no, but seriously, Thor and I chipped away at ours, like we said, forever, and it is not finalized. I know it'll change. I would say it's pretty solid right now for an extended period of time. Yeah, it's like 90%. I would say it's 90% there. And and it's something that, again, it's happened through learning. It's trial and error, and that's all you can really do. That's all you can ask for in the end. Well, and again, you're just get out there and do it. At the end, end of the day, and I think it's kind of a reoccurring theme with being an entrepreneur or, ch or chasing dreams is just get out, do it, take action. You'll learn as as you go, as you're walking in. I'm like, well, we yeah. didn't know. How did we like? Where? How did we learn this? It's like, yeah, we were walking in. So we're, we're gonna total honesty. This hurts. Can't about to do this. So we were driving over here, and I told Thor, I said we don't have a proper lineup to walk people through why vision mission. I was like, we know ours pretty good and it just didn't flow properly so I'm, we're not kidding you guys we were driving over here and on the drive no i never was texting or typing and driving don't do that you know you're riding in the car with me yeah absolutely i was driving <laughs> and when that's when we finalized the script of figuring out how to how to help with that flow so that's a perfect example of whether it's podcast episode or starting a business or going to actually prep for clients for Pete's sake, please. Yeah, oh, Our clients, oh, we do two ooh, hours yeah. of prep beforehand, but anything else in life, ready, fire, aim, rip it, tip it, see what happens with it. Oh, that was good. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> then there was the um at the end, it ruined it. Mm. So as you're sitting down, working on your vision, your mission, your why, our biggest piece of advice, so just start with the why. And don't even go on to your vision or mission until you've really settled into your why, talk to a couple of people about it and like where it's going because no matter how strong your why is, you'll forget about it. I mean, even I did until I was talking to Justin this weekend after we had gone to the Minneapolis boat show, Mastercraft has a new boat out. Oh, beautiful. 
But after we had sat down and talked about it, and that's when I remembered really what set me on fire. And that's a mistake of mine. That why should be plastered everywhere so it can keep me fueled. So really set that one in stone because that can't ever change. And then after that, build your vision and mission from there. Feel free to always reach out to us if you have questions. Uh, this is extremely high level overviews is what Fundamental Friday is always about. But until next time where our podcast will be about Thor's favorite topic, AI, and all the ridiculous tools out there's research. When I say ridiculous, we're talking like 50 plus tools Thor has dug deep into and become their best friend. Until it's a then, rabbit hole. But yeah, until then, stay strong, stay humble, stay hungry. Stay hungry.